Hello and welcome to the 57th edition of the Two Black to Nerdy podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm your host, Chris. And uh, we are here today to discuss a very, very special film that are near and dear to our hearts. We know it's uh, been a while um, since we haven't had an episode. Um, we missed out uh, talking about uh, Guardians of Galaxy 3, but at this point, I think people know the consensus that uh, it was a good Marvel movie. Uh, I definitely good. can see it being some people's favorite Marvel movies. Um, James Gunn, you know, knows how to make a movie. I am excited for a superhero movie. Now, I mean, his Superman movie, now that he's moving on to DC. But um, if you or any person has felt like the Marvel drought lately, I definitely think Guardians of the Galaxy, like, is the one movie where I was like, it made me remember, like, oh, yeah, I like Marvel movies. Yeah, I, I feel like. It, it, it's because it, I mean, Chris, you you know me for a while, so you know I've always been like a, a, a harsh critic of, of Marvel films outside like the ones that I love, and I feel like people are getting uh, people people are forgetting that before you know Infinity War and Endgame when they that hype was building for it that there were a lot of Marvel movies that were just okay, yeah. and that's fine. You know, like not every movie is going to hit it out of the park for you that like yeah. that's just that's just life. And that doesn't Absolutely. mean that, you know, the studios are pushing out cookie cutter things, which, you know, they are in, in some respects. But, you know, like your favorite movie or a movie you really love is not going to be the same one that everybody loves. You know, Absolutely. So, you know, saying Marvel is back, it's like. Phase four is is in phase, I guess, five now are in, the, in the same boats that phase one, two and three were. I would agree, um, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad I, I do feel like we needed like a banger MCU movie and Guardians three was it. I think like mm-hmm. I think he, like guard like I think you at least got a good trilogy out of Guardians. Like you could buy the trilogy and rewatch them. It's know, probably just, the best trilogy, best Marvel yeah. trilogy, uh, best MCU trilogy. Um, you have to. The only thing that kind of sucks is how Gamora got done just because of Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. That's probably the one like stain. Though I guess James Gunn was planning on killing off Gamora anyway because Zoe Saldana was very like fast and loose about how long she wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it's a good movie. All the Guardian Shine had action, humor, heart. Uh, the hallway scene was probably my favorite, probably one of the best hallway fights we've seen. Yeah. Um, Marvel loves their hallway fights. In a fight, in a in a Marvel uh, film for a while, but here, uh, you know, we're we're a black nerd podcast, so um, of course we have to talk about across the Spider Verse. Um, I was lucky; Chris and I were lucky enough to be able to see it a couple days early. Mm-hmm. Um, minds were blown. Uh, did um forgot I have to go to the bathroom that whole movie. Um, Chris, have you seen it once or twice now? I've only seen it once. I've seen it once. I wasn't able to go see it again today. I'll probably okay. see it again at some point. Yeah, because I think you missed out in the beginning scene. I think. Yeah, I missed the first couple minutes because the the snack situation was insane because of just how they were bringing people into the early screening instead of just having people lined up out, outside of the um the specific screening uh theater they had people a little bit further away and they were bringing people in like 20 at a time Mm. and then that caused you know people to like get backed up in the snack situation and you know like the the workers were doing the best they could but honestly there needs to be a separate line in like the theaters now that movie theaters have like actual like food food 
Like yeah. there needs to be like a separate line for people that are just trying to get like candy and drinks, things that they have to grab like while they're in line. And yeah. you know, the cups like just go up there, scan it, like go. I get it. But yeah, so I, I missed the first few minutes, uh, which let's we'll get. I, I guess we'll get to that in the in the spoiler part. Uh, yeah, because I was going. I don't know if uh, your brother told you what happened because I can tell you what happened. Yeah, yeah, he told me what happened. Okay, cool. so yeah, all right. But um, I feel like it's hard to talk about this movie without going to spoilers. So, I mean, we'll, it we'll just do, came out. So we'll like, go non-spo- light and then we'll go heavy. <clears throat> all right. So non-spoilers. Uh, dog, this movie was amazing. That was crazy. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, Into the Spider-Verse is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. And they were mm-hmm. somehow able to surpass it, which is crazy. Like evading the um, sequel curse. You know, all I'm hoping now is they're going to stick the landing with the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I will say that, you know, one of the biggest things in this movie, uh, we do get to learn, there is a heavy focus on Gwen. We get to learn a whole lot about Gwen. Um, you get, you get her origin story and, you know, you learn more about why she is the way she is. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously her relationship with Miles, uh, gets expanded on, which is really cool. You get a ton of other Spider-Men, mm-hmm. um, like, I mean, you've probably seen the trailers and articles and whatnot if you haven't seen the movie yet, but most, I I would say that most of the adaption of the Spider-Man that have existed over the past, what, 40 years? Yeah, I can only think of a few spider people that are missing uh, since the animated one debuted in the 60s. Yeah. Um, I can I can only think of a few spider people that aren't there. Um, one of my favorite, well, I guess technically one of my favorites was there, just not in the form that I uh, grew up with her as. Um, yeah. But we'll get that in the spot uh, spoiler. Um, but I got to echo what Chris said. I think this film is a masterpiece. Um, I remember my brother Rob. He sent me a tweet maybe about a week uh, or so ago where someone that saw an early screening of it said like, you know, into the spider verse was a new hope and this uh, and across the spider versus empire strikes back. And that's high praise. Cause not only is empire strikes back one of my favorite star or not one of my, is my favorite star Wars movie. It's also one of my favorite films of all time. So to say like to build up from that and it, it, it was true. It, it expands the mythos. It, it absolutely nails the emotional scenes with all the different, uh spider people uh their interactions with each other their interactions with their uh loved ones like just hit hits home every time absolutely and you know you get a beautiful mix of like a bajillion different animation styles depending on what universe we're in characters from different universes are pretty much all animated differently um there obviously in a movie like this, there's a ton of Easter eggs for Spider-Man fans, and there were a couple. Some, some I were I was expecting, but they definitely weren't all given away in the trailers. And there mm-hmm. was one where I was like, "Oh man, oh, yeah. that was oh, great, hundred yeah. percent." Um, and uh, and I will and I will say that um, you know the the one the one point of contention with this movie is that you know we say it's like Empire Strikes Back, it does end on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you know going on, going ahead of time, it's going to have a cliffhanger. Um, you'll feel a little bit better, but the the movie does just stop. Yeah, like, it does seem like a lot of people didn't know that there was a, that this is a two parter and that there is a third film coming out 
in March of next year. So we don't have to wait that long. Um, but yeah, there is, there is a part to, uh, going into it. So that I do think that's a, a helpful piece of information. So when you just like, well, at least with us, like we, we did get credits for that. There, there was another film, uh, that I saw this weekend early screening of that. I won't talk about that. It just went straight to like, it saw, it said directed by, and then went straight to black and that mm. was it. And no one said anything. It was just that and they barely lit up the theater so it was just like do we do we stay are you going to show us what do we do um but yeah no uh so it this this film knocks it out of the park in pretty much every aspect yeah and i will say that i mean if you've been someone that just if you love spider-man if you love coming of age stories if you love superhero movies if you love the first one you're gonna have a good time if you're sick of the MCU, I think you'll still like it. If you're a DC stan, I still think you'll like it. Yeah, I think this is, it, it's a, not just, you know, like it, it's a superhero film for everyone. I think that's one of the great things about Spider-Man uh, as a hero. He is, he is a hero of the people mm -hmm. um, that anyone can relate to, uh, you know, like, and that's what the, you know, the first one was about is like anyone can wear the mask and this movie is expanding on what it means to wear the mask and the responsibilities, you know, the great power with great power comes great responsibility. This movie is about great responsibility. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think of any like non-spoiler anecdotes. Cause like once you get into it, it's hard. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to, mm, I'm trying to, yeah, I don't see. I, I I'm trying to think of things I could say without giving a movie. Oh, soundtrack. Oh yeah, soundtrack was great. Soundtrack was great. Score was great. Um, I'll and, I'll, sorry. I, I'll ask this. Uh, before we we get into spoilers, who is your uh favorite new Spider person that was introduced in this film? <sighs> you know, for me, it's probably a toss-up between uh, Spider-Man, India, and Spider-Punk. I thought they were both great. I was expecting to not like... I was not expecting to like Spider-Punk at all. Mm -hmm. Not... I was like, there's nothing about this version of Spider-Man that interests me at all. Yep. Um, but his portrayal, the ways used in the movie, I thought was just fantastic. His mm -hmm. look, I definitely think uh, there, there's going to be a sweet cosplay for the brothers that can pull it off mm -hmm. for sure. Um, and I, I enjoy Spider-Man India a lot of fun. I, 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 I enjoy Spider-Man India uh, a lot too, just because I felt like he was probably one of the more carefree Spider-Men that we've seen. Um, mm -hmm. This guy's just vibing, just loving his life with uh, his whole, all his friends and family uh, alive, which apparently you uh, can't have yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, Pavitra was, was great. Uh, I do think I also have to give it up to Hobie, uh, just the way he was, uh, how he integrated into the plot. I wish, do wish, I mean, like, I'm glad we're, we're going to see more of all of these characters, but I, I wanted a little bit more Pavitra because his, his, his scenes were just so funny and, uh, his sort of like joyous, like carefree attitude was you know it was just like really like refreshing 
uh, compared to, you know, like what Miles is trying to do when keep up with Gwen and Gwen talking to Miles. I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, but I was just going to yeah, but I would agree that um, Spider-Man India, I did enjoy, you know, Paviteer, I just how carefree he was and how much fun he was having. Mm-hmm. I can tell the actor really got into it as well. Yeah. Um, and I heard that uh, the guy who did the voice, he was uh, he was Bill Pender in the Deadpool movies, I think. Mm, okay. Yeah. And he uh, apparently they let him give like some anecdotes about like culture in India to help mm-hmm. inform the character, which I thought was really cool as well. Because it was yeah. very easy, I think, to like have someone like Spider-Man India and make them almost like an Apu sort of caricature. Mm. And I feel like they tried they, they really tried to like humanize them a little bit and not just be like silly and funny the entire time. So I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, like he still, you know, has the the characteristics of what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. He's just, you know, fr- you know, just raised in a different culture than Peter Parker, just like Miles Morales is. And so how that informs their characters is all great and unique and fresh to to the, the characters. Um, uh, so I, I think I think we should get into some some spoiler heavy uh stuff let's let's you know here's the, here's a spoiler warning yeah let, spoiler let's warning get into it right here at uh around probably around 13 minutes they're watching yeah. so oh man where do we begin uh so i was uh i, I was disappointed in captain stacy uh at, at the beginning um like you you know because i think we've seen other captains for uh you know, for superheroes, like they find out that it's their, uh, like their kid or their significant or their kid's significant other, and they're just like, okay, yeah, go. But he's just like, nah, you under arrest. I'm like, that's your daughter, that's your baby girl, and that's what you're gonna do. Nah, blood, that's not enough for me. Yeah, no, I I agree. Like as soon as she took the mask off, he put it. He he could have put the gun down. Hmm. Cause it's like, bro, that's your daughter. I don't, I feel like most parents are not going to put their own child in gunpoint. Like, right. unless he's just that obsessed with the case and just that deranged. And also too, it was weird that Captain Stacy was that obsessed with like, I guess that version of Peter Parker dying, you know? Well, cause usually yeah. he'd be more overprotective of Gwen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like but I want to keep Gwen safe. But I guess, like, if that's your kid's best friend and they're best friends from childhood, you probably have watched them grown up, too. And, you know, so, like, and you see how much that hurts your kid. That probably fuels it. But, you know, like, if you saw how much that hurt her, but then, you know, it's like, I'm not the one that killed him. Like, that's, you don't know what happened. He didn't even ask, like, oh, what happened? He's just like, now nah, you're under arrest. By the way, when you see it again, uh, you do get to hear like that version of Peter Parker speak for like two seconds before he mm-hmm. turns into the lizard and dies. Uh, that's Huey from The Boys doing the voice. Hmm. Interesting. That, so, this, so, this cast does have it, it's a fantastic it's stacked. cast. It's no, the cast really is stacked. And I will say that someone made a joke and said that literally we're gonna hear every version that could possibly any person that could possibly somehow play Peter Parker. <laughs> A version of Peter Parker shows up in this movie. Yeah. Um, but I want so I, I feel like maybe first we should just talk about the different versions of Spider-Man and go on full spoilers. So 
Mm. How about oh, also uh, Gwen has a type. <laughs> Hobie and Miles, Gwen has a type. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can get into that. So uh I wanna I, I do want to start. We we can start with so we already talked about Hobie Spider-Man and India. So I I will talk about them first and then go to the others like Miguel and whatnot. So you know, like I said, was not really thinking I was going to vibe with Spider-Punk, mm-hmm. but somehow we got like a chill black socialist <laughs> in uh, a Spider-Man movie. S- socialist, borderline anarchist. Anarchist. Like, I don't know how they how they did it, but somehow they did. They kind of set him up to be like, so I'm going to come after people, okay? They said before his movie came out, there was like these headlines that were like, Oh my gosh, there's gonna be a love triangle with Spider Punk and Gwen and Miles. And people were like, Oh, there's the oh, we're gonna have two black men fighting over a white girl. This is toxic, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And that is really not how it's portrayed in the movie. Like the way the movie portrays it as Miles hasn't spoken to Gwen since the end of the first movie. We learn mm. why later, but she hasn't. And in the meantime, she's been kicking it with the other spider people, including Hobie, which makes sense because they're both musicians. So you would understand why they were vibe with the whole punk rock thing. So, mm. you know, you know, Miles has like definitely some jealousy with Hobie, like at first, but it does not break out into any sort of like CW mm-hmm. rom-com, like the headlines were portraying and people were worried about. Yeah. So that I think a lesson with that is like we got to be very skeptical of leaks ahead mm-hmm. of time with movies. Okay, I'm sh- I'm pretty sure think pieces were written, and it's like y'all the movie hasn't come out yet. Yeah, I never saw those. I didn't see that. I saw Doctor Umar talk about how <laughs> you know Miles has a love interest and in, and in, and it's Gwen and like how he was disappointed. I'm just like, man, if you don't get, uh, but. Yeah, no. Um, I I didn't think I would ride. He needs to go with, build I, that school that uh he's supposed to. All right, anyway. I didn't even know about that either. Uh, I don't know much about Spider Punk. I didn't know like much about him going in, so I didn't even know he'd be black. Uh, so but that so that was that was a nice surprise. And then you you have Daniel Kaluuya voicing him. So I mean, like that 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 it tied everything together. But uh, no, he he was funny. He was obvious. Like he he was he. It showed that. He was like being an independent thinker and an anarchist, but he was like, he was thinking few steps ahead. He's a planner. You know, he's not just like, oh, you know, like uh, down with the establishment and just like talk to talk. Like, no, he's going to walk the walk. Absolutely. And I should have known like when he disappears during like uh, during like the intervention for miles and shows up later. It's like, oh, okay. So he was always on the right side the whole time. Mm hmm. Which makes sense because why would why would he really vibe with and this this is another thing we talk about he would he really vibe with Miguel and the rest of the Spider People? Um, yeah. We can talk about this organization. So um, before before we get there, uh, so yeah, we 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 mostly talk about Spider Man India already. I will say that right now he is a happiest Spider Man. His uh, yep. his girlfriend's still alive and his um. His captain, I guess, I, I mean, I forget the name of the character, but like his uh, Captain Stacy equivalent, you know, gets saved by captain Miles. Captain Singh, I think. Yeah, Captain Singh. Yeah, so his his Captain Stacy equivalent is saved by Miles, and that's a plot of contention because one thing they try to iron out in this movie is that Spider People always have to lose people. 
you know, mm. and it is like a part of literally they have to, otherwise the universe, you know, will explode. And we haven't really gotten a conclusion of that yet. That's kind of, I think, I guess something they're going to have to work on in the next movie. Mm. But um, yeah, Spider-Man India is like the happiest version of Spider-Man. He's pretty chill, you know, um, very creative. But uh, I wanted to also talk about, so how do we feel about uh, Miguel O'Hara? He definitely, um, between the last movie and this one, uh, Spider-Man 2099, he definitely got on a workout plan and started juicing a little bit. Uh, I'm, he, he, he's part, he's, he's part like werewolf or something. Vampire, I think. They said vampire, but it looked like he, he, he got a little furry a bit in that beginning when he, he might like have, started yeah. to go, you know, fair a little bit, but, uh, like, uh, homie, homie, uh, homie's been through it in the past, like year, year and a half since we saw him in that post credit scenes. Like he thought he, you know, he found Spider-Man uh from the 60s and it was just all downhill from there for him so now that we've so i did actually go back and watch the post-credit scene of the first one because it felt like a joke in the first one but mm -hmm. do you feel like that post-credit scene is probably canonically his first time traveling to another dimension before he made like the whole spider society type deal yeah because that was uh um the ai made uh the first uh like the wrist watch things they use in the post credit scene yeah. and then you know he he goes and that's the first one he's going to the beginning so the first uh animated spider-man uh content uh and so um so then he's he's been busy recruiting and trying to keep the universe intact but yeah and i mean i, I so this version of miguel is just like he's sort of the hero that's like you know, been beaten down a lot. You can tell he's been through it. And he's just kind of like, things are the way they are. We can't possibly change him, you know, because obviously he tried and failed. Mm. So, you know, I, he's sorry. I do want to talk about that uh, because, you know, how he, he was talking about he talks about his what has happened to him, where he found a universe where the Miguel O'Hara in that timeline uh, died and so he replaced it and he had a that version of him had a daughter in there so you know that was his daughter and then because he was in there it caused the that world to be wiped out because of the um i guess the you know he broke canon right yeah. and then he says like we both know about that don't we peter and then it so that's implied that it was Peter's world that got wiped out, right? I don't see the scene again. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause then you know, we see Peter uh Peter B. Parker with Mayday and MJ. And then when at the very end of the movie, like and I could think, oh, maybe that's on the base somewhere. But then when Gwen comes at the very end of the movie to recruit Peter B. Parker. It's like there's a street and everything like that. So I'm like, well, where is that? You know? Yeah, I don't. This is definitely a movie I want to go see again. Cause I, yeah, cause it, it it does imply that, but like Peter B. Parker's universe seems fine. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 an interesting thing. Um, but how did you feel about how did you how did you feel about the way? 
all the spider people like treated Miles, right? Because I mean, we can talk about the characters, but like the, the point of the contention in the movie is that, you know, not only do they have to stop Miles from saving his dad because his dad is supposed to die, otherwise it'll break canon, but also, you know, you they're like treating Miles weird in this entire movie, not telling him things, and you're trying to figure out why. And you're like, okay, you, well, you be Hobie. You're like, okay, well, he's not the only black Spider-Man. So they can't, <laughs> the Spider Society isn't just racist. So what makes Miles different from the other one? And the reveal is that the spider that bit him was from another universe and not his. So like, you know, he the, he, he isn't supposed to exist pretty right. much. Right. Although that spider was supposed to bite its Miles. Yeah. Because that's the like when you see it in the film and you see when f the for the spider from Earth 42 gets blipped or glitched or whatever brought to uh, Miles's Earth, it's, you know, uh, about to bite the Miles of that world. Which yeah, I wonder I'm if that's something that they know, because, you know, there is a distinct lack in all of the other spider people we meet. There is not another Miles Morales, but we know there are multiple Peter Parkers, and at least we know in the video game, the Insomniac Miles Morales has not debuted yet. Insomniac's Peter Parker did, but not Insomniac's Miles Morales or yeah. the comic Miles Morales. But I think that I don't know how deep in the comics they're really getting there. I mean, they show a bunch of comic panels in the background, but you know. Yeah, it's it's interesting because, like, yeah, so it, it is interesting because it is like, so is he, because that is the only Miles Morales Spider-Man that we see in this movie, and I feel like it probably is just because they want, they don't want any characters that are too similar to Miles, so the Miles stands out probably for the film, I would think, unless they're saving them for uh, the next movie, which I, I have some ideas about that, mm -hmm. but um. Yeah, so I so I have seen online that some people feel like the the Peter Parkers and other Spider Men are acting too out of character, and the mm -hmm. other Spider Men would have tried, would have sided with Miles. And I'm like, I feel like because the, the idea is that Spider Men are always going to try to save as many people as possible and try to mm -hmm. do it all even if they can't. But I feel like the way they're trying to portray it here is that all of these Spider people have already lost people, and they've pretty much all accepted it. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's uh yeah, it's it's an interesting like, you know, it's an interesting point of contention. Um, but I have some ideas about what they might do. Yeah, uh, I I thought that was you know interesting, like because because it made sense, you know, once we found out that the spider was from a different Earth, that yeah, it wasn't supposed to bite this version of Miles. Um, and that's why, so they, I can also see why they're being more aggressive with him since he is technically an anomaly and, you know, mm -hmm. he calls him that. So, you know, uh, that makes him different from the other people that they would fight because he could, I guess, potentially cause, you know, he's already, he already broke one cannon event. He could break more and, um, then you know, like he could lead to the wiping out of other worlds, even inadvertently, or the destabilization of the multiverse or the spider verse. Um, but it's also interesting. Rob just pointed this out to me like 15 minutes. Well, not 15, maybe about an hour ago now mm -hmm. um, that uh, the AI, what's the AI's name? Uh, Lila. Li Lila. 
I was going to say Lola, and I'm like, that's not right. Uh, we're saying, I think, to Jessica Drew, or maybe she was saying it to Miguel O'Hara, that a canon event was about to happen at the very beginning of the movie when they saved Gwen. So does that mean that uh, Captain Stacy was supposed to die and they just stopped it? Yeah, you know, it's, I am, yeah, it, I mean, <clears throat> so you're saying you think that Captain, Captain Stacy is supposed to die at an opener and maybe, yeah, Ellen and so, Jessica Drew coming in. Stop yeah, that. right. Did that just screw up the uh, canon? But then again, they had to come in and save them because that version of Vulture was not supposed to be there in the first place. Yeah, that's uh I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I don't I I, I mean I feel like in general probably not only because I don't like I feel like this movie they sort of like you know people say this movie doesn't have an ending, but I think the mm-hmm. ending is supposed to be with the Gwen Captain Stacy relationship and him accepting her and all that stuff. So I don't know if you would go back to that in the next one. I think also the thing you have to look at is that like Miles is well, okay, so let's get to the twist of the film. So after Miles escapes the uh, the Spider-Verse organization, he thinks he's going back to his world, but because Mm -hmm. his biological signature has been changed because of the spider that bit him, it recognizes him as being from Earth-42, so he ends up going back to that one, and he runs into Uncle Aaron, who's alive in this universe, who he thinks is the Prowler, but it's not. The Prowler is hit that version of Miles. So, Mm -hmm. like, the look of, like, Miles goes through, like, four of the five stages of grief in in that when he's tied up like looking into the eyes of his uh doppelganger he doesn't really do anger but Mm -hmm. he's like you know he he goes to denial and he ends up at acceptance you know or i mean he was trying to bargain with uncle aaron so you could say there was that one um but he goes he accepts it and he's ready at that point to fight his evil self, which is, you know, he's uh, preparing his Venom Blast. And I think that's a good space for him because even when, um, like, that defiance level, like that look on his face and his attitude was reminiscent of when he did it with Miguel uh, at the final part of when he was about to escape, which he wasn't really doing when he's fighting other people or trying to do everything. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good place to leave it for uh, a third movie, which also builds into the Star Wars uh, anecdote of how like the third one will be Return of the Jedi because you have the gang planning a rescue mission for one of the main characters who is uh, captured. Although it's not the main character that's captured in Return of the Jedi. I, yeah. but- <clears throat> I mean, it, there will definitely be a revo- resolution. I mean, I don't want to get I, I want to get the prediction at the end because there's a couple of things I want to talk about, but there will be some version of them banding together. I do think 2099 and Jessica Drew and the other spiders will switch sides eventually. I also feel like the spot probably won't be the only threat in that last movie, even mm-hmm. though we haven't even talked about the spot yet. What what a way to take a silly Spider-Man villain and make him menacing. Like when mm-hmm. the spot powers up, 
I was like, what sort of slender man abomination mm-hmm. <laughs> universe eating thing is this? Yeah. Um, and his origin story, yes, you can go back to the first movie and see Miles throw a, ba- a bagel at a random scientist and people have like zoomed in on it. It's like unwitting, uh, like mm. a, like an instigator of doom. Like watch who you throw bagels at because you never know. They could turn into a supervillain and, you know, also, sort of multiverse. This is the second movie in, in a consecutive year dealing with the multiverse and a bagel being an integral part of it. Oh, like everything, yeah, everything, everywhere all at once, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there are a couple of things I want to talk about this movie because I feel like a lot of the discourse hasn't gotten there. So obviously, you know, this is a Spider-Man movie, right? But I really do think there are like a lot of meta themes in this movie, like how somehow out of all the Spider-Man, Miles is the one that's single out, singled out, and the one that shouldn't belong. Um, not only. Does it relate to, I think, how the comic book fandom treats not just Miles, but a lot of legacy characters that are, you know, replaced by people of color or women or queer folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that theme also relates to just, you know, I mean, obviously you can relate to like, you know, being Black in America when you're told that you're not supposed to belong in certain spaces, mm-hmm. when you know that's where you need to be. I think like having that theme in a Spider-Man movie is, it, I thought that was crazy, you know? Yeah. Literally, Miles has to stand up to the entire multiverse mm. and, you know, he's got to put his feet down. He's like, yo, I'm Miles Morales, bitch. Like, I'm not going anywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, it's definitely a meta commentary. Definitely is. Um, And I mean, we can see how, I mean, Little Mermaid, you saw that, just came out. It's the same, the mm. same sort of stuff, you know, where anytime that we're in places, people think we shouldn't be, you know, they want us to leave. And you really do have to stand up for yourself and be like, no, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing I thought, I, I'm curious if they're going to go into, into this with the new movie, the next movie. But, you know, obviously we're, we see like an evil Miles Morales like working with his uncle. And I do like the idea that, you know. Miles Morales is obviously a brilliant kid. I mean, he's talking about going to Princeton. He's in this like math and science, you know, he's in this, you know, science. I think it's a science and art. I think, I think it's Mm -hmm. just like supposed to be like a state of the art, like a really good school. He's doing all these things. And meanwhile, you have an alternate version of him. That's pretty much in the streets. So I do also like the idea that like, it shows like, you know, depending on what environment someone is raised in, how they can turn out, right? Like mm-hmm. the Miles we know, he had both of his parents, you know, mostly stayed out of trouble and he's able to go on and be a hero, succeed. And like if Miles was not, if he didn't have that, could have been totally different. And I think that's a struggle that a lot of, a lot of men of color can, something that can relate to, you know, just how having opportunities and not having opportunities can really change the outlook of, you know, how our lives can be, you know? Yeah, and I also wonder about the circumstances that Miles did. Like, how did his dad die, and when did that happen? Like, did he was he already, you know, hanging with his uncle Aaron and doing like jobs and robberies and things like that with him beforehand, or did that start afterwards as a means of like helping to provide for his mom? Um, and how would that have changed if? he got bit by the spider, you know, would he have been Spider-Man and then his dad died and he would have kept going like, you know, all the other spider people do or 
was he already on the path of like being the prowler and that would have just made him a more souped up version um of it because we see that that version of uh that universe's uh like realm or world i guess well brooklyn i guess because that's where he is um is um you know crime infested and the criminals are just pretty much running things and you heard jay jonah jameson say isn't there anywhere someone isn't there someone out there that could stop it you know as opposed to you know being a uh, hater as usual Right, and I, J- I do J.K. Like Simmons how, doing the voice too. Which I in every version, in yep. every version that we heard, so J.K. Simmons is just J. Jonah Jameson in the multiverse confirmed. He is a definitive version. Uh, I mean, his J. His J. Jonah Jameson is a definitive version for sure. Yeah. Um, in terms of Spider People, I was saying that there are a few versions that were missing. Um, so the one that I said that I like the I, they weren't in the capacity. Uh, that I enjoyed was uh, made May Mayday Parker. Uh, mm-hmm. She was there as a baby, which she was adorable, and her scenes were funny. Also, bless you, by the way, my bad. Uh, but I, uh, you know, like I, w- when I was growing up, uh, there was like the M two universe where it was like all the legacy, like all the characters, like their kids or their um, uh, like apprentices taking on the mantle, and so she was Spider Girl and so like but that was her as like a teenager and young adult and so i'm like oh like like that was a nice reference because you know a lot of spider men versions when they go to the future don't have a kid or their kid gets taken away by what do you mean? peter parker is not allowed to be happy he can't get married yeah no oh he gets married and then he gives up his marriage to save you know like 90 year old aunt may from dying just, because oh, he man. felt guilty they, and they really giving, do not sorry they just they just haven't done a good spider-man story and they, uh, in several years it's just i, like I really feel like anymore. they need to find a way in the comics to get peter parker to really progress in a significant way like if they knew what they were doing i think peter parker would be akin to like a barry allen and miles morales should be wally west you know i think uh, so so here here's the thing they could easily i mean honestly spider peter parker and mj are not even together anymore like get them together right and then have them have a kid you know after they get married and everything you know like or they're together or whatever they're like they're 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 a unit have them have a kid because there's this there's so much you can do with doing fatherhood and being a superhero and everything like that like seeing superman as a dad in superman and lois like us a version of superman that's not really explored much by the by the comics besides like a few panels it mm-hmm. is is great and also you know like a dad of, of twins where one has powers and one doesn't like there there's a lot you can do there and obviously when you see spider-man when you see peter parker interact with miles morales like you can see that sort of like fatherly side to him there's a lot to explore there and especially as you get a uh fan base that is getting older and older and older as like you know comic fan bases do where you know they can see this like you might have people that are in like the kids stage and you know seeing like getting that fatherly advice from spider-man or seeing you know how a spider-man can relate to his kid and you have parents trying to relate to their kids or uncles and aunts relating to their nieces and nephews like there there's a, a big world there like stop just making you know uh not what 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 
kind of thing in my tone. Like, stop just trying to torture your character. Stop trying to do just like torture porn. You can keep him poor. He can be a poor dad. Right. <laughs> well, he had Parker Industries, so is he poor? For a while, I don't. I haven't caught up with Spider-Man comics, but anyway, um, one thing I want to talk about too. We do, before we get into predictions, uh, cameos in this movie were off the chain. Mm-hmm. So I'll list them off. I mean, my favorites, I guess. Um, we got to see a clip of Andrew Garfield with his Captain Stacy, which they were both in that movie. I'm like, oh yeah, we got like a screen of Toby's Uncle Ben. And like mm-hmm. you see, like a little Toby Maguire up in the corner when yep. they start going over, you know, the canon, how all the Spider Men have to lose people. Um, you know, uh, I like the I like the cowboy Spider Man with the horse. Here's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. It was in the trailers, but the the Spider Man that's a therapist that's listening to another Spider Man. He's yeah. like, "Yo, so someone died." I'm like, "Oh, it's true." <laughs> yeah. Um. And then I think probably the best cameo was Donald Glover as, I mean, we don't know if he's the MCU's version of the Prowler, but um, pretty close, at least. And um, I I thought it was a really cool way to include Donald Glover in Mm -hmm. the movie since he's pretty much, he's somehow butterfly effect. He's him exists, him in a random episode of Community, which is a sitcom, like Mm -hmm. cause a butterfly effect for... um, Miles Morales to even be created. Yep. Um, and he played Aaron Davis in Spider-Man Homecoming, but mm-hmm. those, the, you know, the those the Spider-Man home trilogy, you know, sort of moved away from, you know, like moved away from that. So he hasn't had a chance to come back. So I did like seeing him as a version of the Prowler here. And hopefully it's a hint that the MCU is going to do their own version of Miles, or at least mm-hmm. Sony will make a live action Miles movie at some point. And I, if if Aaron Davis is in those movies, then he's gonna be played by. Um, <sighs> he's I gonna mean, be, yeah. As, as as long as he's not, you know, super busy like he he keeps being. Uh, there was also that we saw uh, uh, Mrs. Chen from the Venom universe, Tom Hardy's Venom universe. Uh, they referenced Doctor Strange and Tom Holland Spider-Man, although we did not see Tom Holland Spider-Man. Uh, Spectacular Spider-Man was there and got to talk uh, for a little bit, which I didn't know how that that many people uh, loved. Um, people like that show. It was a good show. Yeah. I think also it got canceled for a worse Spider-Man show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was worse. I just I I did I did rewatch Spectacular Spider-Man uh earlier this year or maybe late last year. Doc, that Spider-Man was so horny. Like I get it, he's a teenager, but like, oh my god. Like everything <laughs> he did, it was motive. He was just like I, I remember when they're talking about MJ and he hadn't met her yet, and he's like, you know, I'm mean, like, oh, she's a nice girl, and he's like, Oh, that just means she's fat. I'm like, bro. <laughs> I was like, ah, all right. Um, but yeah, so you had that. Uh, obviously, Mahershala Ali was, or Mahershala Ali was back as the Prowler uh, in the alternate universe. Uh, we already talked about J.K. Simmons, and then briefly, uh, you you got to hear Penny Parker speak, uh, the one from Into the Spider Verse, and then we got to see Spider Ham and Spider Man Noir um, at the very end, although they didn't get to say anything. They'll be there in the third one. 
yeah, you got an elite squad to to save uh, Miles from Earth 42 and, and the rest of the Spider-Verse. You got Gwen, uh, uh, Paviter, Hobie, Spider-Man Noir, Peter B. Parker, Spider-Ham, Penny Parker. That's everybody, right? That's all. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that's that's going to be uh the, the 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 stage is set and uh if, if they pull off the landing which i'm very confident in that team to do that might be the best superhero trilogy of all At, time if they stick the landing oh we forgot about insomniac spider-man from the game oh yeah insomniac spider-man uh, hear, well i did, yuri I did Lowen, that earlier yuri lowenthal uh he's he, he's having a year that mm-hmm. uh, they also released we also saw a trailer for the new spider-man game a couple weeks yeah. ago so uh very excited to he's they're gonna do the black suit spider they're gonna do a black suit spider-man story in the game so also very exciting although i will say even if like the third movie is just good like not if it's just like great or amazing or masterpiece like the first two like let's just say it's just like good they stick to landing but they wobble a bit i i'll still say it may be the best superhero trilogy of all time there's a good chance a very good chance so you want to get in the predictions I don't have any, so that, that that's all on you. Like I haven't okay. even thought that far ahead. I may I may have some uh, after I see it again, but I don't we have, have a whole right we now. got a whole year, so you know, no, less than a year, like nine year. months. We got nine months, yeah. <coughs> March twenty twenty four. So I think in this next movie, we're one hundred percent going to have this version of Miles Morales meet Tom Holland Spider Man. Mm-hmm. The reason I say that is because we saw Toby and Andrew in this one. Did not see Tom, who's a current Spider-Man. And anytime they interview Tom Holland, he's just like, I think it is Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie ever. And I don't know if I'll come back. We'll see. It depends on what they do with the character. Uh, Tom Holland's going to come back. There's no way. I don't foresee him not coming back. So I do think there, you know, it's interesting, you know, with the ending of No Way Home where everyone forgot about him. I, I feel like he has to meet this version of Miles in the third movie because He's one of the major spider people that we haven't seen yet, like in this universe. Um, so that is that is one thing I'm I'm sure is going to happen. I do think his I do think Miles will save his dad. If there's so much, you know, about you know, you know, you're doing a, a defying fate story, right? They've mm. done it on the Flash a billion times. You know, does someone else die in his place? Does Gwen die? Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah. But. I think he will end up saving his dad. I feel like Peter B. Parker might die. Hmm? Peter B. Parker might die. Peter B. Yeah, it's possible. Um, I, I, yeah, and, and we mentioned before, you know, we haven't seen any of the other Miles yet besides the evil one. Mm-hmm. Will we see the Insomniac version of Miles Morales in the next movie? I think it's possible. Yeah, uh, depends on if they can get the the voice actor. Obviously, they're not. Pro- they're probably not going to be working on another game in between. They're done. Uh, this Yuri one. said they're done with recording for the game already. Well, no, no, I'm saying for like a sequel or like you know, oh, a like a Spider-Man Miles 3. Morales game. You know, because in be- while they were filming this one, you know, they had both uh, Spider-Man Two that they had to record for, but also uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. So yeah. that's probably yeah. I mean, granted, you know, like they they probably could have squeezed it in for a small cameo, but we'll, we'll see. I would like to see like a bunch of other Mileses to come back him up, you know, just like, uh, you know, like how you have so many Peter Parkers just to have, you know, like 
you don't you don't have to have all of them you can do the because ultimate spider-man i think had a miles morales in that tv show yeah uh and then um maybe uh if you can bring in the comics one and find someone to voice them you know uh, i think that'd be cool too yeah absolutely and as we're you know as comparing these movies to star wars i do feel like they, they are going to be in a rescue mission Mm-hmm. You know, we probably will get a showdown between the two versions of Miles. Um, well, one thing we didn't mention too, they gave his uh, his mom a lot of screen time in this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought his mom in this movie was fantastic. And yeah. when he was talking to Gwen at the party, the mom looks over and is just like, just like, I don't think she looks like she doesn't speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. <laughs> that is absolutely mm-hmm. a mom comment, something they would say. They look over and be like, Can she like can she cook? I don't mm-hmm. know. She good enough for my son? Like, I thought that reaction was hilarious. And she also gives him, she gives Miles, like, the speech of the movie, which is pretty much, like, go where you need to be, you know? Just make sure where they, you know, where they go, they appreciate you and not tolerate you. Yeah. Um, And I I would say, like, Rio Morales has been, like, they've been hitting it out at the park with her content in the past a couple like both like on screen adaptations whether it's the video games or the uh uh, movie uh but also the comics like they've been doing a very good job like it was it was you know because she was dead in the ultimate universe it was just him and his dad and then when uh miles came into the main continuity he brought back his mom and I think that was for, uh, the right decision like Rio Morales and Jefferson Davis or Jefferson Morales are both great characters yeah, it's interesting with Miles, like, every adaption, they kill off someone different. Because in the game, they kill his dad. Mm-hmm. In the Ultimate Universe, they killed his mom. And then in Spider-Verse, obviously, they killed Uncle Aaron. So it's right. like they really kind of play, like, roulette with, like, who they want to take away from Miles, you know, to give him mm-hmm. his origin. So, um, <sighs> so yeah, I mean, my main prediction is I do think, uh, I think we will get an appearance of Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I, You know what I'll throw in? Sony, I mean, Venom, I feel like we may actually see Tom Hardy's Venom as well. Mm-hmm. That universe got referenced. I mean, is Tom Hardy that busy to yeah. not make a cameo? Um, not Morbius, please no. <laughs> no, no. Oh, Unless man. that's like an anomaly that gets beat up by all the spider all the spider people. Like they, they're like trying to transverse. Like Miles is like jumping from universe to universe, and they all end up in the more Mobius one, and they all do like that JoJo meme where they're like an enemy, and then they just like start stomping, stomping them out. Stomping on them, yeah. Just like the, uh, you know, the public did to that film. Anyway, um. And you know, it's in and with the spot being the you know being set up as like the, the villain of the next movie and they have to defeat him. I feel like we may get another villain. I you know, I don't know I, if they can deal with spot the whole time. Well, I don't think they will for, for the whole time because you'll have probably in the first act him fighting uh you know his evil self, um, uh, then the group coming to rescue him, then you're gonna have a spider person show off between uh you know miles and gwen and crew and then uh probably uh well not probably miguel ben o'reilly who's voiced by andy sandberg which is funny uh and then uh jessica drew and then they brought another spider man with them didn't they in the at the end miguel 
Uh, I thought they did. Besides Ben, I know they have Ben Riley with them. Okay. So then, you know, Miguel will probably call for backup. Jessica Drew is definitely going to switch sides. And then in the third uh, act, like that's going to get interrupted with by spot trying to basically destroy things and call out Spider-Man. And then they're going to battle it out. And the other spider people will probably help them unless spot is like, you know what? You all go home. And he just like sends them somewhere. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one we missed, cause I'm looking at the Wikipedia cause there's so many, uh, mm. there was the, uh, the spider bite, the like virtual reality one. I think that's oh, the yeah. one we missed. And I, it looks like she's on team miles. Yeah. Oh, who was she voiced by? Yeah. She was in, she was with them. Uh, Amanda Steinberg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, I remember seeing, uh, their name from, uh, I mean, I don't, her, she got her, Mella Steinberg, she got to start on Hunger Games, I think. Yep, she was Rue. Rue, And yeah. she's also going to be in The Acolyte, which is an upcoming Star Wars project that they're filming uh, now. And it will come out, I think, next year. Saw a trailer for that at Celebration, so I'm very excited. At the uh, bag. She, she was there. She was, she was at Celebration. She dressed up as Padme. My heart may have skipped a beat. Anyway, uh... So yeah, so um and also, you know, like we're gonna get Spider-Man 2 this this year. So we're as Spider-Man fans, as long as you don't read the comics, we're winning. Yeah, just ignore the comics and uh we're we're eating good this year for sure. Ignore that they're killing Kamala Khan in a Spider-Man Peter Parker one. She's gonna come back with new powers next week. Yeah, I, not next week. It's it's gonna be in uh they're probably gonna have to do like the full I I, I think it's more than just a one shot. I think it's like a, a mini series and then you know maybe in like October she's gonna come back with new powers. But I'm just very annoyed that because I saw like the some you know, people like screenshot and shared the um mm-hmm. the draft or the the shots and it's essentially if you watch the Flash TV show, the villain is pulling a Savitar. He's trying to kill Mary Jane by like holding up her up and stabbing her through the back in in like the torso and mm. then you know after you know like the hero peter in this case is cradling her it turns out it was a shapeshifter just like how hr you know shapeshifted with the technology to be iris it's kamala khan being mj but the whole thing about kamala was that she stopped shape-shifting because that whole part of her arc was learning to accept herself and not she didn't need to be white to be accepted yeah and 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 they just i it's oh i hate it (sighs) yeah i yeah i just marvel comics have just been they can just be all over the place sometimes yeah. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So, is there any any other things uh, about the movie she want to talk about? I'm trying to think of most of what we missed. Uh, so I know you you've uh, you've seen the Flash. I haven't. Um, I'm not gonna talk about that film. Yeah, we we can cover it. Maybe bring some friends on. Nope. Um, not gonna do that either. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That 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 was a film, and. Uh, yeah, we're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Chris is like, no, please, no. Not not opening up our, our, our podcast to that. Uh, you know what the Snyder Bros uh coming after us? 
it's it there are too many different factions that could like that movie is uh i it's it's just um yeah i if ezra miller wasn't acting like the reverse flash in real life that'd be a different conversation but they are and i don't even think anything has happened with those uh, criminal charges they've just been shuttered away into a dungeon somewhere by dc <laughs> that and they're being they're allegedly they're being let out for the premiere uh but they're doing no press for the film which is kind of uh incredible but that's that's all i'm gonna say about that movie all right well we'll uh we move on from that mm-hmm. chris is gonna have me uh delete uh that last set delete that uh part of the podcast nope we can have that part. we can have this part in there that is, that's all i'm gonna say about it <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, I excited for the next movie. March oh, oh, yeah. 2024 can't come far fast enough. And I think when we finally have this trilogy, it could be the best comic book movie trilogy of all time. Because yeah. every trilogy has a weaker movie, and they've had two strong ones out of the gate. Usually the second is where they screw up. So I mean, I know a lot of people like to say that Return of the Jedi isn't uh good but i love that film i think it's very much underrated i do think the original trilogy of star wars has three good films and i think this one will as well let's uh let's cross those fingers (laughs) he's doing it right now well all right um we'll be so thank sorry Oh, man, I'm tired today. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Like we said, if you somehow listen to the whole thing and you didn't click off, please go see this movie. Definitely a movie you can see multiple times. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to get it on physical because uh, all the streaming services are being real whack right now. So you never know what we're going to be able to watch uh, in the long term forever. So you might want to support physical media a little bit. Um, but uh, until next time, live long and prosper. And remember, until next time, there are more of us.